0: Welcome back to episode 12 from the boys here at Wax Riracle. Back after a slight sabbatical, uh, the hobby died down a little bit, so here we are, post-draft, all ready to go, so let's kick off by meeting your starting presenters. Uh,
1: Ryan Slaughter, Birmingham City University, 5'4", and I'm not clear how much I weigh, but all I know is I've eaten a lot of cake, so uh, probably a lot heavier than I was last year. I'm done for it. At five foot ten,
2: the year of life. Um, I weigh forty in stone, but I don't know what that is in pounds. I forgot to, uh, I forgot to change it. <laughs>
0: uh, Brian Water Harringay Libraries Cricket Club. Uh, no games yet this season, but that's uh, going to change in the next couple of weeks. Right then, gentlemen. Last time we all got together was uh, just before the draft started. Um, let's have a quick review of, of how we think the draft went for our for our various clubs. Uh, Dan. Talk to us about how you think the Giants draft went, and can we get I, me on the bleep back, please?
2: I, <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. Um, it's one of them. It could be absolutely inspired, um, and at the same time, it could be an absolute disaster. Um, I think it's one of them that we're just going to have to let play out and and see what happens. Uh, in terms of. The people we traded away, the people we let go and the replacements we got in for them, we're in absolute
1: shambles.
2: (laughs) I'm not anti some of the things we did with the the picks we had, but when you consider, you know, you lost OBJ for one of them and what we kind of replaced him with and other players, we replaced him with players in positions that we just let walk, essentially. So, um, yeah, it wasn't great. Ryan, how do you
0: think the Titans did with their draft?
1: Yeah, personally, I'm absolutely delighted. Um, took a top 10 player. Okay, he's got ACL injury at the moment. We'll see how it goes. Um, late in the round, AJ Brown. Got no complaints about that. <clears throat> David Long Jr. in the sixth round, I think it's an absolute steal. And I don't expect him to be on the field this year. So, yeah, really happy. Good stuff.
0: Uh, Seahawks draft. Yeah, it, it was a Seahawks draft. Uh, players that we picked in certain positions uh, a lot of the analysts say well, we didn't get good value because we didn't appear on their top 50 board or top 100 board and such like but they were players that fit the Seahawk mode and fit into our organisation mm-hmm. the Seahawks' draft boards are always completely different to every other team's draft board, so I'm very excited about our, our draft this year. I'm looking forward to see how the new guys fit in. And, uh, yeah, it should be quite a positive season coming up if we can keep everyone fit and healthy. Right then. i was said we've been, uh, missing for six, seven weeks time. Uh, let's get back into a few new things we've got coming up. We're going to be looking at getting back on the air a lot more regularly than we have been. Uh, it's quite a bit of a lull time for the, uh, for the hobby. Whole- yeah, we're in the kind of the crossover period at the moment where the 2018, uh, products are just petering out now and the 2019 products are starting to slowly filter into the market we will be trying to get a facebook page up live and kicking in the next month or so hopefully and there'll be a few more more changes coming on some some decent guest interviews i hope you pick up a few uh guests at the national which is only two months away now right then gentlemen Mm -hmm. since we last got together
1: uh what have you been buying selling or avoiding let's start with ryan uh yeah i'm just going to start off with uh something that's a bit of a thank you um for those people who don't know my dad passed a few weeks ago uh, i just really want to thank you boys for the support you've given me the last few weeks um a lot of people in the hobby have been absolutely brilliant um and it means a lot to me um so just wanted to get out of the way so thanks boys um hobby wise look uh we had our big breakers uh, draft which is Huge amount of fun. I love the draft. It's probably better than actually watching all the breaks over the year. Um, I trade away most of my picks to get a load of PC stuff out of Steve Poland. So I was absolutely delighted um, because I ended up with a haul that I that I kind of want. I always aim for trying to get about three to four hundred quid worth of gear, and um, and I got that. So I was really really happy. Sold a few cards from that as well straight away within a week um and then obviously into the the 2019 guys so i said to you boys quite a while ago i think way before the draft that i was probably going to pc chase winovich and so started that pc and that's going really nicely. I'm um, starting to have a look at AJ Brand because I quite like his autograph. Um, so we'll see how that goes. And done some nice bits of trading in the last week as well. Traded away Cam Newton, HRX, Video Card Rookie um, for a bit of cash and uh, Jerry Rice um, Immaculate Auto. So, yeah, I've been quite busy actually. <laughs> Dan, what have you been uh, buying and selling?
2: Um, I've sold nothing, um, which is usual for me. I really need to to make a concerted effort to do that. Um, buying, oh, I've had all sorts of pickups. Um, one of ones, probably the highlight of my pickups, um, thank you to Ricky Unger for selling it to me, um, was a one of one Tom Brady card. Um, it's, it's only a base card, um, Top's Triple Threads base card. It's It was one of them things when I started the, the one of one PC I used to look at things like Tom Brady one-on-ones and just think if I ever get lucky enough to hit one in a break, then that's, that's where I'd pick one up. But obviously I was able to, I was able to put my hands on this one. Um, thanks to him for selling it for me. And that, that's probably, as I said to him when he sold it, that'll that'll probably remain as the, the pinnacle of the one of one PC for a, for a long time to come um, because I can't see it ever being beaten unless Again, I get lucky and hit one in a break that, that betters it. I'm I'm probably never gonna never gonna get the chance to pick another one up. Um, also been cracking on with my rainbows. I'm only a couple of cards away from completing my big one. Uh, we all know how much I paid for the, the second one of one in that rainbow. Um, the listeners of this show, I still need the third one of one. If it's out there, anybody knows where it is, and I need the, the red number to ten of the uh, the OBJ and Mark Evans. Um, rookie Jewels I think it is from Spectra 2014, so if anybody knows of the whereabouts of either of those two cards give me a shout and uh, I'll be happy to come to some sort of arrangement with you
0: I think you're also searching for one more card to complete another set aren't you?
2: Yeah I am, I bought that as a, um, I bought it as a rainbow so um, the guy that was selling it sold it to me as, as, as was uh, that needs a number to 10 which is green it's Michael Strahan uh the name of the set eludes me i shall look that up in a minute and then i'll stick it in there
0: i'll stick it in at the end so so listeners can know to be on the the lookout for me that wasn't the actual card i was thinking about i was thinking about the one direction set that you still have oh yeah yeah um
2: yes i need a one direction (laughs) card yeah um (laughs) clearly they're the wives though
0: (laughs) yeah of course it is mate Uh, Yeah, on the collecting front, from my point of view, uh, before the draft, I was picking up plenty of uh, Washington Huskies cards. Um, Quite lucky that the Seahawks drafted Ben Burkirvin, linebacker, who led all college uh, linebackers in tackles last year. Great player, great pickup in the fifth round. So he's going to be very much a a part of my PC for the forthcoming season. And we drafted some decent players this year, the Seahawks did. So Mm -hmm. picked a few of those up. Uh, I've been managing with the contenders draft picks to uh, set myself a target of collecting the cracked ice versions of, of all the players. I think there were six players that we drafted that there were cracked ices available for. I had five of them up until earlier this week. The DK Metcalf funds were going for exorbitant amounts of $150 and such like. Uh, but I managed to pick one up this week uh, for $85. So I'm quite pleased with that. So that's heading towards my agency account. So yeah, the... Uh, Search goes on. The new rookie class comes in, so the bank account will be we hit greatly in the next uh, next few months when that comes out, basically. So there we go. Right then, gentlemen. As we are aware, the new rookie class is coming out. What we've decided to do is a a, a top ten rookie selection uh, show, so to speak. We're all going to have three picks each because it's uh, as we all agree that in in the hobby, especially that Kyler Murray is going to be the the leader in the, in the pack, so to speak. He'll be driving his hobby for the next year uh, until he gets traded away and, and Arizona draft someone else <laughs> next year. <laughs> so, right, we, we've come up with a draft order and the and the uh, the, the kind people of Maidstone and, and Stoke-on-Trent have decided to let me go first. So, with the second pick in the 2019 rookie draft, I'm selecting Dwayne Haskins,
1: quarterback for the Washington Redskins. Gentlemen, discuss. No complaints from me whatsoever. He was number two on my board.
2: Exactly
0: the same. Number two on my board as well. Blimey. We, we all agree on something, so there we go. Yeah, basic uh, thought behind that pick is he's probably going to start. Redskins got a good fan base. He's going to get plenty of love from the hobby. He's going to get plenty of playing time. And they've got quite a decent, decent offense down there in Washington, some decent young receivers as well so quarterbacks hold their value so that's the second pick uh, is it Mr Dan Hewitt with the third pick yep
2: it is I've, I've got it lots and ready to go so um, the third pick of the draft you can slate me for this but I'm going with the quarterback of the New York Giants Daniel Jones <laughs> I have my reasons, which I, I shall go on to explain. Um, as we've said, he's a quarterback. As you said with Haskins, he's a quarterback. So his value is his value is, uh, is going to hold. It's a sort of pick that the back-office is a better hope they've got right because it's it's a make-or-break um, thing for Gettleman, this for me. If this goes wrong and he ends up like Ryan Nassib, then he's in a, a real spot of bother. I also think that, similar to Haskins, he won't start, but I think he will see some. Field time this season, and as well with Haskins, this is something I had down for Haskins. Haskins and Jones are both playing for East Coast teams, which, as we know, that the media love. So there's the, there's the, there's the favourable chance in the media um, that they're going
1: to get talked about a lot and what have you. Fair enough, Ryan. Do you want to pick this apart first? Um, no, yeah, yeah, okay. Let's go for it. Um, no, I, I didn't have Daniel, I didn't have Daniel Jones at all on my list in fact the boys know you have seen my my whole list that I started to put together um, even if I'd gone down to probably 100 Daniel Jones would have been nowhere near it um, I think it's just another classic New York Giants quarterback over uh, uh, over drafting um, and I think Daniel Jones is anything special um, you know I don't really know what to say I mean I don't I, I didn't understand the pick in, in considering what's coming down the line of quarterbacks he's not top quality I don't think and I, I think my hat and that's fair enough if he goes on and wins a Super Bowl with the New York Giants but I just don't think he's good enough he's just not good enough um, to be a franchise quarterback um, for the New York Giants and I think the, the team and fans should be aiming higher yeah
0: well okay uh, I, I believe when we discussed this this pick when, when the draft was ongoing uh, I, I, <laughs> I believe Ryan mentioned the, uh, the words Nathan Peterman when when the pick came out so yeah or or, or
1: ryan nasib today
0: yeah exactly so and the the fact i think that eli's not going to give up his his grip on the on the starting spot anytime soon they're gonna have to drag his his cold clammy dead hands off the off the ball to get him off the off the field aren't they so there's a chance he's be sitting for for two years at least unless things get really really bad in, in new york but it seems like that the uh the Manning family seems to have quite a lot of input behind the scenes as well. So yeah, he wasn't on my list either, but anyway, let's move on to pick number four, Ryan.
1: Yeah. um, I'm actually going to not go with my draft order that I did. Um, um, I'm going to select a pick number four, Miles Sanders, Penn state. Um, He's gone to Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles need a running back. Like they just beset by injuries. Um, One of the reasons why I've, picked Mars sanders over a guy that i originally had um is that um i've done uh i've taken all my prices at the moment f- just on contenders um as sort of the base and you can pick up his contenders autos for f- about 14 15 dollars right now we always have a breakout running back in the season at least two or three and we they normally get up to some of them into three figures for their autos you know we all remember kareem hunt and how that exploded uh, and then imploded, um, but um, but so I I, I think for a prospect value, considering his card price at the moment, um, it's not a bad prospect to get on. So I'm selecting number four, Mar Sanders.
0: Okay, Dan, do you want to have a quick on this one? Um, I've got nothing to say about him. I don't know who he is, so. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Which we knew was going to happen. <laughs> I reckon that's, that's why Ryan's picked him because he knew that was
0: coming. Man alive, you could get a, you could get a job as a as a <laughs> as a pundit on Sky Sports with a knowledge like that. Then, but, you know, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, I, I can see why Ryan is, is throwing some some running backs in, into into the uh, into the mix here because you can pick up low value cards and they will will, will increase as the season goes on. Uh, yeah Philly decent side you'll it, it, get some, you'll get plenty of carries get plenty of action there and that's what you really want from a guy you know running backs they hold their value and you can draft draft them from the first round down to the seventh round even undrafted guys and someone's going to make an impact somewhere that no one's got any clue who they are so that's where you really want to start prospecting at the bottom of the fifth sixth round when it comes yeah. to some running backs really so yeah right then pick number five Okay, pick number five. I am also going with a running back. I'm going with uh, David Montgomery from the Chicago Bears out of Iowa State. Uh, good player. Um, a lot of guys, uh, mm-hmm. draft pundits, said he was the best running back in the draft. He's getting, going into a good situation. Chicago. Chicago are uh, are a playoff team. We've no doubt about that. Uh, and again, he's going to hold his value. Is to get plenty of touches? Popular market. Chicago. East Coast again, they get plenty of headlines, even if they're absolutely dross, which they have been for quite a few years now. So, his cards, I think, are going to go and hold their value. You know, at the moment, that's a little bit expensive at the moment still, but the price will go up. If he has a decent start to the season, then he's going to be an extremely sought after guy. Uh, Ryan, do you want to pick that one apart?
1: No, I'm not picking that part at all. He was next up for me. I think it's a great pick on David Montgomery. I had a look today, his, his contenders to 25 are selling at $35. And like I just said, running backs, you know, there always is one or two rookie, rookie running backs that absolutely explode, and their values go into three figures. And I think um, there's everything for me is there for David Montgomery to be the feature back in Chicago, um, in a good Chicago team that's going to probably go deep into the playoffs. So I think it's a good pick.
2: Dan. Any words on this one? Yes, um, David Montgomery didn't make my list for a reason that Ryan's just a word that Ryan has just used feature back. Um, for me, there's a there's he may well be the best player there, but there's a, there's quite a few mouths to feed um, in that backfield. And being a rookie in his first year, I'm not sure not sure how how that will that will play out. I mean, looking at um, the Bengals aren't a great example because the, the Bears are a far better franchise. But looking at the Bengals, clearly their best running back is Joe Mixon, and yet first season barely saw the field, barely saw the touches. You know, um, so I'm, I'm I was sort of put off um, by I'm I'm not convinced on how it'll how it'll wind up who's who's
0: lining up in that backfield. Fair enough. Pick number six, going back to the Stoke-on-Trent area, um, and. Uh, pick number six
2: I have got and he's number four on my list I've got N'Keele Harry wide receiver for the Patriots Um, comfortably the highest wide receiver on my list as far as I'm concerned and I think he falls into a a great landing spot uh, with a lot of the players that the Patriots have have lost over time and obviously Edelman's re-signed I don't know whether that was yesterday or the day before Uh, but as another, as another feature wide receiver, I think Brady can make him look very, very good.
1: Okay, Ryan, do you wanna? No, I, 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 I completely agree with Dan. Um, he's, I think, he's one spot off on my list. So, uh, Nikhil Harry goes to a team that I think will suit him. They'll find a role for him. Um, you know, his, his cards are a little bit pricey, but that's because he's at the Patriots. But, um, but yeah, I, 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 I have no complaints with that pick at all.
0: No, I'd go on with that good spot um, good player um, but Brady is deteriorating a little bit even though it doesn't seem that he was throwing some, some awful passes quite a lot last season getting away with quite a lot so maybe this is the season we all hope and pray as we have done for the last seven eight years that the dynasty finally comes crashing down but who knows he may go on forever right then let's move on to pick number seven Ryan
1: yeah, I'm going to be sticking with the New England Patriots. Um, I'm going Jarrett Stidham, quarterback out of Auburn. Um, the main reason is that you just can't discount when the Patriots pick up a quarterback in the later rounds of a draft. You just can't. Um, uh, on value, because... you if he has the opportunity to play next, I don't know, next season or season after a couple of games because Brady's out of injury or whatever it is, or suspended, and then boom. We all remember the bubble that was created when Jimmy G went to San Francisco. Do you know what I mean? It just exploded. People were after anything and anything that had Jimmy G on it. Any rookie cards, they were going at insane prices. And I think that he's, you just cannot discount it. I'm not saying he's the certainly not the best quarterback in this year. But you just cannot discount when the New England Patriots select a quarterback that um, to not try and prospect on them. Um, and I looked at the moment, $19.50, $20 for a contender's auto. Um, I like that because potentially you can whack a few of those in a box and you never know what might happen. So you just can't discount a New England Patriot quarterback.
0: Oh, no, no, I'll, I'll jump in on this one first of all. And I said, yeah, I completely agree. The Grapplo factor is, is again, what what's part of selling this. Uh, like Ryan said, there was a massive explosion when, when he flashed in a couple of games when he was uh, in New England and as soon as he went to San Francisco, his, his prices went went through the roof. And with Brady now, probably the last two, three years of his career, then is this the heir apparent? Everyone's we gambling on that factor. And like Ryan said, if you can get... Get one of his rookie autographs for twenty dollars, stick it in a box, and in five or six years' time, that could be worth three, four hundred dollars. So, Dan, any thoughts on this one?
2: Um, I can only echo what Ryan said. Really, um, I think it's a great pick. It was something I'd, I'll be honest, I hadn't, I hadn't really thought about, but um, I think it's a, I think it's a very shrewd pick for for prospectors, definitely. Um, if you're gonna draft a quarterback to, that's gonna sit, and that's sort of the player you're gonna you're gonna collect, better to sit behind than Tom Brady? We saw what. Well, wonders does it wait for Rogers sitting behind Brett Favre? Um, there isn't a better guy to be sitting behind and learning from and being molded by. I don't think in the, in the league
0: at the minute. So, yeah, great shout. Excellent stuff. Right, let's move on to pick number eight. Now, here's where I am torn. Do I become a complete Homer here? Or do I go with the other one on my <laughs> on my pick? You know what? Screw it, let's go to it. Right. The big big time homer pick, I am going with DK Metcalf, the sixty-fourth pick in the two thousand and nineteen draft, future Hall of Fame receiver for the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> uh, to be fair, we've needed a a big receiver for six, seven, eight, eight seasons. Russell Wilson's never had one. Um, the guy is an athletic freak and all the reports coming out of, of the mini-camps such they've been to is... He only, the knock on him was he can only run like one or two routes in, in college, and that was it. just a big guy who runs down the field, does nothing else. But his hands are second to none. I watched a film on him at, at the Silts facility just doing stuff. And he's unbelievable. And all the coaches there, I mean, they don't normally go mad over players, but the guy just is he he's a Calvin Johnson type type player and he could really put the Seahawks over the top. His prices are quite high at the moment because he was really hyped before the draft, mainly because he's got the uh, the body of an Adonis like Dan has. So but yeah, no the guy is going to come on. The, the only negative is his prices are started off quite high because he was you know re- really well hyped as such. They have dropped down a bit and we, only, we throw the ball probably less than anyone else in the entire NFL, but I could quite easily see him getting eight or nine touchdown catches in in, in his first season, which will put his prices uh, sky high. Unfortunately for me, will be collecting him. So there you go, guys. Feel free to pick that one apart. as I'm sure you will.
2: <laughs> I um, I didn't. He didn't make my top ten. However, he didn't make my top 10 only due to his price. I think, I think you know, I've got no complaints with you picking him. I just think that looking at it from a sort of prospectus point of view, you compared him there to Calvin Johnson. I'm not sure sort of how high he can go without having, from where he is now, without having a sort of Calvin Johnson, Brandy Moss type career. Now, he's very good, um, but them, the, the, the sort of, that sort of prospect for me is is almost, I would say, is almost impossible to pick out. So, um, that was the only reason I, I would have left him out but I can't complain with you picking him at all.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah I mean, um, yeah, I completely get picking him. He he was number 10, I think, on my list. So, um, I, I just think that he, he possibly could be this whirlwind that comes into the league and I think, what well, I said to you in a chat and I'll say it here on record, I, I think that My view was that as soon as they picked him, Russell Wilson's got an opportunity to be MVP this year because I think what you guys will do is just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and then bang, straight over the top. Thank you very much. DK, Metcalf, touchdown. And uh, that'll just rack up numbers for both of them. Um, I think as a prospect in the hobby, um, I think Dan's right. I think it's really, really difficult. And I know we picked Nikhil Harry, but it's so difficult with wide receivers um, uh, In terms of holding value You can get Calvin Johnson cards Now how good was Calvin I just love watching Calvin Johnson But you can pick up his cards Dirt cheap Dirt cheap Um, They just don't hold value in the long term But I think for a one or two or three season cycle um, You know he has that potential to just go off He could, he could you know ten touchdowns And Twelve hundred yards in a, in his first season, and you know you, you you're holding value or, or he's going up, so I, I, you have to make the pick. He's definitely in my top ten, um, and I'm really excited to see what he can do. I think it's a great pairing with Russell, Reeson, with Russell Wilson.
0: <laughs> but as we know, Ryan's uh, predictions are awful. Some some are awful, so he's completely botched the entire Seahawks season now. So yeah. thanks for that, mate. That right then, let's move on to pick number nine. Back to Mister Hewitt.
2: I have a third quarterback to pick, um, Drew Walk, quarterback of the Denver Broncos. Um similar reason, similar reasoning um behind it to to the, the Giants one in fairness. If if this isn't a boom or bust pick for Alway on yet another quarterback that they've drafted, um then I, I really i have he's, he's gotta be gone, I'd have thought. Um one of the best quarterbacks ever to play in the league and he he can't see one when they're stood in front of him by all accounts. Um so, so at some point they've they've got to hit one and for me Drew Walk should be that one.
1: Okay, Ryan, do you wanna chime in first? Yeah, I mean I I had Drew Locke number two on my list, and the reason why I didn't go with him is because his price is already really, really high. Um I but I have no doubt that the Broncos he'll be the quarterback at some stage whether it's uh, back end of this season or start of next season so i think if you can pick up his cards at good prices so nice cheap prices let let the market die down now uh, um uh, and pick those up then then he is a good prospect he is a good prospector um um, because I think he, he will be their number one I think it sounds like they're much more wedded to him than they, they, they have been with um, some of their other dubious quarterback pickups um, and there's also I think it's so important to that franchise they're teetering, they could be really really good or they could again be be just not quite there and and this selection is massive to john elway if he ends up being a bust you know john elway's out the door um so I, th- I do think he's a good pickup it's just his prices just right now just a little bit too high for me to prospect so they come down a little bit which i think they will do more product comes out long term i think he's probably a good one to go for
0: yeah i'd probably go along with most of what ryan said there i think it's a case of once the season starts and uh, and the, this new uh, batch of quarterbacks aren't actually starting, then the prices will will drop a little bit. Um, what could you pick up Mahomes cards for when he wasn't starting? You know, they were still quite highly priced because he was well thought of, but because he wasn't actually on the field, you could pick them up for what was probably a snip. Now, wasn't it? Two two, three years later, he's he's basically leading the, the, the football hobby on his own at the moment. His cards are, are the priciest out there. So, yeah, Locke is a decent player. Um, can't doubt that. be very interesting to see what Denver actually do. As Ryan said, Elway's made some, some some bad picks along the way, but the one thing I will give Elway credit for is they never seem to let them their mistakes linger. If it's one, two seasons, they think you're not good enough, then you're gone. You know, they don't just tie themselves to to bad players for five, six years at a time and just, they always try and turn it over and they don't mind admitting they're wrong and just ship the, ship the crap out. So, so yeah, that's how I'd go with that one. Right then, final pick in our top 10, Ryan, who's it going to be?
1: Yeah, um, real difficult one. Um, I'm going, but I'm going to go with Justice Hill running back, Baltimore Ravens out of Oklahoma state. Um, I'm just going to, not to try going around the houses, but I could have had Noah Fant. I think Noah Fant is could be could be massive for the Broncos and his his cards are a lot cheaper than I thought they would be at this stage. I mean I saw contenders orders were about five bucks. Um so if you're a Broncos fan, get on that because I think Noah Fant could have uh, be explosive. Um I could have had Josh Jacobs but his car prices are ridiculous. Um, and he wasn't the best running back in the SEC last year. There's a guy who actually is on my list. He was, and that was Trayvon Williams, McCole um, Hardman. You know, is he an adequate replacement for Tyreek Hill? We'll see. Um, but I've gone with Justice Hill, cheap as chips, cheap as chips. His cards, um, and. The Baltimore Ravens are going to run, 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 and run, and run, and then run some more. Um, it will be a committee, but, and yes, they've picked up Mark Ingram, but I think Justice Hill has got lots and lots of talent, and um, if he gets the opportunity to show it, I can see, considering where the low base of his car prices are right now, I could see that going up over the next couple of years.
2: Dan, any thoughts on this one? Um, Ryan's just crossed a, a lot of players off my list when he was discussing there. Um, I think he was in quite an enviable position picking tenth because I, I'd still got five or six players in my top ten that, that, that you could pick from, and it's quite nice to quite quite nice to have, have the choice of those. Um, can't argue, can't argue with Hill. Um, I totally agree. I think the uh, Ravens are a running team. Whether it will be running back by committee and whether or not it's majority running back or Jacksons um, stealing some of them some of them runs as well um, time will tell Out of curiosity who were the other players in
0: your top 10 there?
2: I've got Noah Fant I've got Josh Jacobs um, I've got the other tight end Hawkinson um, i would also got a sneaky one for for Will Greer
1: hmm yeah, yeah. And only reason the only reason, yeah, the
2: only reason Will the only reason Will Greer cropped up was because when we were discussing um and he raised the point of Cam's gonna get injured at some yep. point because he always does. Um and he should comfortably beat the be the number two guy. Yep. So he should see the field, which will then make his prices explode, just for the fact that he's seen the field. So he's probably a really low price now, um and will should skyrocket when he when he gets on, is the thinking.
0: Yeah, there was only two players left in my top ten who uh, we, we haven't picked, which was uh, Noah Fant and Will Greer. So yeah, I'd go along without without a doubt. Like you guys have said, uh, when Cam gets injured, as he always does, then it's time. If, if he comes in and looks looks pretty decent and can can get some decent game time and even possibly keep Cam out of the uh, out of the lineup, then his prices will go up through the roof. Uh, yeah, I had Josh Jacobs as well. Sorry, so. Uh, yeah, his prices are quite high, and if anyone's interested in a out of ten contenders autograph, I have one <laughs> <laughs> available now. Last ones have sold between seventy and ninety dollars, but I'm willing to uh, to make deals and take uh, take enough if you want to bring on that. So there we go. That's our uh, rookie draft top ten for 2019. We'll look back on that at the end of the season and see how we did. As a lot of you guys will. Uh, all-time listeners, not like we've been around that long, will remember we had uh, our Rookie Roulette last year. We'll do a slight variation on like it this year. Ryan, what are we going to do this year?
1: Yeah, we're still working out the details, but we want as many people to be involved as possible this year. So it won't just be us three um, picking our Rookie Roulette. Um, what we decided to do is we're going to pick one product, and that will be Elite, which comes out on the 26th of June and pen pals so what we want to do is we want you to match up and buy or um uh, uh, a pen pal um, we'll manage the list so you can only pick one player um send them in to us and uh, to myself and at the end of the season what we're going to do is the person that basically um uh you show us what price you bought the card at We'll take values um, around about championship weekend, and the person that basically can make the most money in that time will win, and they'll win that card. Everything else, we'll do what we did last time. We'll put into a big draw for charity, and we raised loads of money last time. We're going to work out the details, so hopefully in the next show we'll explain it a bit better. Um, But I'm really excited. We want to get more people involved, get listeners involved. Um, Don't worry if you're in the States or anywhere else. We're going to sort you out, and you can also get involved too.
0: Yeah. It's so come the end of the season when we've got about 250 different uh, pen pals to sell this year's nominated charity is send Ryan Dan and Brian to the draft in Las Vegas next year so <laughs> it's it's, <laughs> it's well worth contributing to because that will be the the first ever uh, wax called AGM served in Hooters in Las Vegas can't think of a more fitting oh, venue so boom. <laughs> Dan yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you we were just going to chip in on
2: it. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, I think it's a great idea getting everybody involved, and uh, why not? Last year was was quite a success. We we raised quite a bit of money for uh, for charity. No doubt down to the fact that it, it was for was for charity because pretty much the cards we picked were busts. But. Um, you know it's all all for a good cause and all all a bit of fun um i think the the no price limit adds a nice aspect to it because it was hard to pick one last year um (laughs) for the money
0: we had to spend yeah looking forward to it excellent stuff right then let's move on to some hobby news uh ryan what can you tell us about
1: hobby well obviously and the big big story has dominated everything and and as we already um, alluded to is about these new rookies so um rookie premiere um took place this weekend um lots of uh, big star names and not so big star names i think it's fair to say um the only comment that i have obviously lots of breakers were there breaking lots of product that was quite fun to go watch through um some players need some personality um because they were awful um but my big takeaway is the lack of defensive players. And I'm going to have this rant anyway um, about some products that are coming up. So I'm going to save it for that. But only Nick Bosa. Only Nick Bosa was the only defensive player at um, the rookie premier. And I just think that's really, really disappointing. Yeah, there were 40 players
0: present, I think it was. So 39 39- offensive players but I believe that the list is put together the players are made available is from the NFL Players Association they're the actual ones that choose it Panini don't choose it as such mm. that, that's why I could gather from listening to uh, Mojo Breaks extremely good podcast uh, The Hype when I'd recommend everyone listens to you probably already do if you listen to our crap you must listen to theirs surely so um, yeah so 40 players there and as I was saying when they met all these players that these are the 40 guys who could be on card Autographs. A couple of guys they wouldn't name, they said were a bit bullshit and didn't really want to sign anything at all. But these would be the on card autograph guys, and there were two Seals players there DK Metcalf and Gary Jennings. So hopefully this year I won't have to put in 25 redemptions for the Seals rookies. I still have 23, my little rant time, even though we're not in that section. I still have 23 outstanding redemptions for Rashad Penny to come in. Uh, this morning I received two uh, Origins out of 99. Uh, rookie patch with stickers on eight months for a sticker with his initials on and they're off the bottom and the top with his chicken scratch autographs so that was worth the eight month wait but anyway that's neither here nor there <laughs> they're still on the pc and they're nicely magged up as well so that's that's very nice to, to to uh to see anyway so right let's move on and uh do a couple of reviews plenty of products have come out since we were last on the air uh, we had Sage Football, Leaf Draft. Guys, what can you say about that? Dan?
2: Not a lot. Um, there's, there's not a lot to say about Leaf Draft Football and the the two Sage hit series, the high and the low. Um, they are literally your entry-level product. Um, you do get autos. But you know they're not they're not a great looking card. They're not very imaginative. They're not very imaginative in terms of um, parallels. Um, just tend to be a yellow or something along them lines, on, rather than the, the plain white base or whatever. Um, as an entry level product, if you're first getting into football, I, I don't suppose it's too bad. But obviously, you've got no official logos on there um, from colleges or the uh, or the NFL.
0: Right, then let's scoot across those and not not waste any more time up. Yeah, it's on just, those products. No,
1: no. It's card fodder, you know, it's card fodder. Uh, it, it, like I said, I've got a couple because I'm PC and Chase Winovich, but that's about it, it's card fodder.
0: Yeah, our first round pick, LJ Coddy, he's only appeared in the uh, Leaf Draft at the moment, so I've picked up one of his autographs there for like $4, so at least that starts off the PC for that one. Right, let's move on to some uh, some better products. I'm sure we'll all agree. Right, Leaf Metal Hobby, Dan. What are the details
2: on this one? Right, so we've uh, we've got a release date of this one on, which came out on the 12th of April 2019. A hobby box is currently running at $108.95. You're getting five cards per box, 15 boxes per case, and on average, in a hobby box, you're expecting five autographs. They did release a jumbo box as well um alongside the hobby box in that you're getting 10 autographs and a guaranteed one of those is a guaranteed one of one
0: yeah that's a slabbed uh slabbed when i was in it so yeah
2: yeah it's slab but not graded
0: yeah which is uh fair enough i suppose
1: ryan what's your opinion on least metal yeah i mean it's, it's a good product. i've i i, I do love the variations um, I'm a bit in love with the purple and pink at the moment and I've been trying to chase some Chase Winovich um, so, uh, and some AJ Browns um, yeah so it's great the jumbo boxes really like the idea the one-on-one slabs and also okay. they've got the one of one printing plate packs um, which um, is good fun and i'm sure that'd be of interest to dan but yeah you know it's a good product in terms of just starting to collect at the beginning of the season i think it's shiny colorful and on card and you know so that's all good
0: yeah i'll, I'll jump in here I, I do like leaf metal i collect quite a few last year my biggest gripe this year is i've been a fan for a couple of years now of, of the state pride cards that they, yeah. they stick in there and always took them out but this year it's Last year, there were 27 different players featured in the State Pride. This year, I think there was about 12 players, and that was mm. it. Why, why have you dropped it down in half? That's just bizarre to my mind. People love those cards. Mm. You know? And you've taken out one of the major selling points in that. When the checklist came out, I thought, surely it has got to be more than that. But no, there's like 11 or 12 at, at most in there. So very disappointed with that. But other than that, love the product. Dan, are you a fan of Leaf Metal? I am. Um, it's almost the first.
2: It, it sounds condescending to um, to other products, but it's almost the the first proper football products of the year. Leaf mm-hmm. Metal. Um, I don't really count Leaf Draft and and the, the Sage Hit series, um, and it's nice for you know the rainbow collector. So there's lots of different, um, quite similar to sort of leaf lash or Prism, you're going to go through and you're going to get loads of different designs of the same card and, and, and rainbow them up. I, I, I like that. And I think it's a nicely, it's a nicely done product. The, the, the vast majority of products that Leaf put out are nicely done products, and
0: this is another one. Excellent. Seems like a, a thumbs up all round from the guys here for Leaf Metal. Second product is the the Big Boy. It's flawless. Dan, what are the details on this one, mate?
2: So, it released on the 19th of April, 2019. A hobby box or case, or, yeah, hobby box, briefcase, um, of this will set you back currently $1,699. I could have said 700 but it sounds a little bit cheaper. Um, product configuration, 10 cards per pack, one pack per box, there's two briefcases per flawless case of cards. On average, you're getting six autographs, two memorabilia cards, and two gem cards. For me, it was almost a bit of a letdown. I, this year's flawless, I was really looking forward to because of the booklet card and everything else. But the way they've the way they've done it, I I I like. They're in, a, they're in a sealed mag that you can't get out you can only see the front you have to look at the player to see at the back to see which player it is y- you can't open it you really you want to keep it in that sealed mag case for to, for protection it's uncirculated and all those sort of things so it's potentially worth more money but you can't look at it you can't open it up it's just like it's a ridiculous thing not and and it's kind of passed me by as just being another flawless it had it didn't everything I was looking forward to prior to it coming out, it just didn't like live up to what I was, what I was expecting for me. I mean, it's it's, it's, as usual, it's a lovely product, very nicely designed and, and what have you, but it's too much money. Um, and it didn't live up to the hype. Ryan, how much
0: you're thinking on this one?
1: Yeah. And I'm I'm really not too much more than what Dan said. I think he's, he's got spot on. I I was actually quite disappointed. We've had some, we've, Broke a Brock's recently in the group, and we got another one up, so to break it... I was just a bit disappointed with it, to be honest. Um, from a Titans fan's perspective, I mean, once again, I think Panini just, just balls on us last year, because um, the checklist was absolute piss poor. Um, DeMarco Murray 2017 flawless. That's what they put in there, um, which was proper odd. And to have All Pro Inc. Steve Largent, who basically came on and played a couple of games in a preseason once and then buggered off another stellar career at the Seahawks. So um the booklets the book the the, the booklet um patch booklets did look quite smart. But yeah I, I was very disappointed. Very disappointed.
0: Yeah, I'll go along with you guys. Um I like this year's flawless better than last year's flawless from a design point of view. I wasn't a fan of all, all the, the swirls and stuff last year. I think this year it, it's a little bit sharper and cleaner again. Didn't enter any flawless breaks at all. I entered the, the, uh, the, the player draft in our UK group over here. But online, j- just too expensive, you know. I'm not a prospector, so to speak. I'm, I'm a collector rather than a prospector. So I'm not going to pay out an absolute fortune. The Seahawks were going for, for big prices. And there's the chases on for like the Russell Wilson cards in there. And there's the big name buyers in the States who seem to, to corner the market on that. So I've not picked up any flawless cards this year. I'm watching one at the moment, which ends in 10 minutes time. So <laughs> warning in about six minutes time, my Alexa alarm is going to go off because it's getting me ready to, to bid on it. But yeah, don't mind it, but it, it's got to stage now. Where I think it, it, it's very overpriced and overhyped for what it actually is, uh, but not as overhyped as NT, which is we all mm. decided is, is a, is is and dressed up as lamb, without a doubt. So, but anyway, let's move on from flawless to uh, let's go with contenders draft picks. What are the details on this one, Dan?
2: So, contenders draft picks released on the twenty fourth of April, two thousand and nineteen. Hobby box is currently at hundred and thirty three dollars ninety nine cents. You're getting eighteen cards per pack, six packs per box, and twelve boxes per case. On average, you're looking at six autographs and five inserts or parallels in your box
1: okay ryan what do you think of uh contenders draft yeah i think we all go a little bit mad i certainly try to go a little bit mad over the cracked ice autos and that's where the chase is here um cracked ice autos are those new rookies um i everything else i have to be honest the inserts and all that is just fluff and guff for me um um but but give myself a, a nice cracked ice auto and i'm happy yeah, I'd echo that. As I said earlier, I've got all six
0: Cracked Ice's available to to me for the Seahawks as well. And I'm watching a couple of other low price ones. I've got Cracked Ice contenders as a saved search on, uh, on eBay. And if a couple pop up, if you invest, if you can get a Cracked Ice order for $10, $12 of a, of a player, there's always a chance. If he has a slightly good season, that car's worth $60, $70 coming the end of time. Yeah. So, so yeah, do like them, I like the design this year as well, where you've got the – the autographs seem clean, but the cards are on the uh, on the side now, so to speak, a little longer. So yeah, definitely big fan of the product. I was in uh, Seattle last week watching the Mariners, who is probably not talking about to absolutely gash this year. Um, picked up a couple of boxes out there, opened them up, got some nice autographs. Uh, as I said, that Josh Jacobs out of ten available if anyone wants it. So get in touch. So there we go. Uh, Dan, are you a fan of contenders draft picks? Um. I'm not, um,
2: and again, as previously been discussed, I'm just not a fan of uh, panini contenders. I don't, I don't like the cards. <laughs> um, similar to what I said about about Leeds metal. Again, it's sort of taking another step towards a, um, a proper a proper football card. Um, still along the along the collegiate. Collegiate lines, they um, just—they're just, they're just not for me. I, I, I don't rave over the, the whole cracked ass thing, and I, I don't want the design of the cards, So
0: fair enough, <laughs> Mr. Gr- Mr. Grumpy's thrown his uh, his moody face into the argument. So there we go. <laughs> right, one more product to discuss in the review section. Uh, score Two. football. Two what are the details on this one? Score Football, um,
2: released on the 1st of May, 2019. Hobby boxes are running at $94.99. You get 40 cards per pack, 10 packs per box, and 12 boxes per case. On average, you're looking at four autographs, 96 rookie cards, 36 inserts, 10 parallels, and one stamped buyback.
0: Okay, Dan, what's uh, your opinion on Score?
2: Uh, I quite like it. I've, it's look. It's a low end product. Um, it's it's cheap. Relating it to something, you can relate it back to the sort of the Leaf Draft football and and the Sage Hit series. It's not as it's not as bad as those because obviously it's licensed and and what have you. But it's sort of right at the bottom end of the market. Um, this year being a sort of anniversary year, I think some of the stuff they've done with it is is really nice. So. They've they've got the stamped buyback in there, which is nice. You're looking, you know, there's the potential to hit um, a decent one of those. There's also the, they've put the buyback autos in there, um, so they've got some of them cards they've bought back from from years ago, got them autographed, and some of them look absolutely lovely. Yes, you're probably not going to hit one, but having the chance at, at hitting a card like that is is a really nice thing in a product that's priced at this sort of this sort of price point.
1: Okay, Ron, what do you think of score? Uh, yeah. Um, well, first of all, I was pretty annoyed that there was no Chase Winovich or uh, Graffs. Um Yeah, base 30th anniversary looks pretty good. Um, I haven't really seen much of the stamped buyback cards, so I can't really comment on them, to be honest. Um, uh, I just think it's priced too high, um, and none of the inserts are that nice. I think, you know, if you're gonna have a, a a base heavy thirtieth anniversary, I think I wanna see something a little bit more a little bit more in there. Um I did see some of the thirtieth anniversary short print, like optic um cards. They were they're they're nice. I like them. But apart from that I've got a heck of a lot more to say But score again, it's 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 you know, it's it's mystery pack fodder really.
0: Yeah, it's, score is score, isn't it? It, it? It's low end. It's basically it's it's kindling for your fire. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> not good. <gonna, laughs> Some score fans would come around my house to to uh, smack the crap out of me, but there you go. It is you might get one or two autographs out of there, even, but, but it's it's a lot of junk to go through just to get a couple of hits out. I know people say that all oh, we love base cards. Base cards are the I mean, the, the life and blood of the hobby without there being nothing else. Yeah, that that is fair enough if that, that's the way you want to go. But I've got two boxes of of kindling here, which I'd kind of give away if someone had to take it. So I've got albums full up of base of Seals players and stuff like that, but there's just there's too much crap to sort through. Sorting the wheat from the chaff when it comes to school, it, it's not really a thing for me. So, so yeah, unfortunately, that's it'll be a thumbs down for me on that one. Right, we've got one... Which was a preview. It's now going to be a review because it was released yesterday. So it's it's in the uh, yay or nay section, so to speak. That's Legacy Football. Dan, what the details on that one, mate? Yep. So it
2: released yesterday, which was the uh, 22nd of May. um You're looking at eight cards per pack, 16 packs per box, 24 boxes per case. Hobby boxes are running at $81.99 from card shops. I believe they can be picked up a lot cheaper than that on eBay at the minute. On average, you're looking for two autographs, 32 rookie cards, 10 inserts and 10 parallels.
0: Right
1: then, what do we think of this one? Let's go with Ryan first off. I love it. Um, I think it's the oddest time to bring it out um, because it's so close to score. Uh, and that's where I kind of weighted it up against because it's cheaper than score. Um, uh, there seems to be a heck of a lot of it out there, so that's why i've seen a lot of boxes a lot cheaper than the rrp um but i really like it It, unlike score it has some really really nice inserts um that go into into the set um you know fan favorites the legacy inserts look really really sweet lasting legacy that's a great looking card record book great looking card um the futures dual patch autographs i've seen a lot of those come out and they look really nice for this autographs. i really like yes it's stickerific but i don't mind it when i'm paying the kind of price that you're paying for this type of product um and one of the other things is that, that, that i didn't even realize but the the rookies pen uh, premium penmanships there's some really opticky type looking ones there's some prism ones in there i think there's a lot of fun i think and I think that's how i describe it. I think it's a fun product. I think there's some really... The base looks good. The inserts look really good. The parallels look good. And yes, it's got lots of stickers, but I can live with that at the price point that it is.
0: Yeah, I'll jump in second here and still Dan thunder because I know uh, he brought it up yesterday when we were chatting about it. It has got a very uh, Alan Ginter look about it. So the, the futures cards, I've seen a couple of those appear on eBay really for for DK Metcalf. They look nice. Uh, crazy price to start with. Buy it now. No one's gonna be paying out a hundred dollars for a little sticker or a graph and, a, and a, a little red and white patch. But yeah, it does a, a decent enough set uh, for the price point. And yeah, a lot more value for money. It seems a lot more higher end than Score, and it's and it's cheaper than Score. Really, when you can get it on eBay. Uh, the cost in the breaks is exorbitant with with the mainstream guys that we go to. It's like, come on, I'm not paying. I'm not paying out. 65 dollars. So pick the Seahawks up in a twelve box break of this. Twenty-four autographs. That's just that's just crazy money, you know. Uh, eBay breaks you can probably pick up for, for half that price. So yeah, I think it's quite quite a decent product for, for for a new product. I'll be sniffing around some of those cards on the secondary market once it's quietened down a bit. Dan, what's your view on it, mate?
2: Um, I'd follow on from from what you said <laughs> initially with the with the Allen and Ginther thing. Um, Throwback football cards tend to be um you sort of throwing back to like score and and cards like that, which were just sort of basic block colour um and what have you. Whereas if you if you sort of go back baseball cards, you get looking at the the cigarette cards with the nice designs. I, I feel like this is this product fills that hole and that's always been always been missing if you like. We've never really had any cards that, that, that look like that um i I think it's lovely i think the the, the designs are lovely um some of the concepts they've come up with for the autographs and the insert sets as ryan was saying um they're lovely the price point's nice um it's a cheap enough product yeah thumbs up from me i uh, i really like this one
0: excellent stuff the good news is i've just bought myself a chris carson flawless card for 20 dollars so job done right so we all agree that Legacy Football is, is a decent debut into, into the market. So well done, Panini on that one. Right, two uh, quick previews to do before we wrap up this, the show, because I'm sure you guys are bored of our, of our moronic voices by now. So, right, what have we got coming up? Uh, Dan, what two products are released in the next couple of weeks? So We've got Leaf Flash
2: Football that comes out on the 31st of May and Panini Luminance Football that
0: comes out on the 7th of June do we think there's any changes to how the products were the last couple of years i know last year was luminance's first year from what i've seen of
2: luminance of the sell sheets luminance looks a lot nicer um than it did last year for me just just To the eyes just to look at um not sure about leaf flash i haven't seen any uh i haven't seen any cell sheets on it but when i did last year it actually put me off so (laughs) but then when you see them in the flesh they were really nice they were really nice things um so I, i i don't know about that one but yeah luminance luminance looks good looks like it's it's made improvements in the right direction how's it made improvements then in what way I found, I, last year for me, um, I, I sort of thought they looked quite greyscale um, as, a, as a product. Um, there, was, there was hints of colour in there with, with the parallels and stuff, but I, I thought they looked, it's, as a, overall, I thought they looked quite a, a greyscale card set, whereas um, there seems to be, there's still the greyscale theme going on, but there seems to be a, a, more of a splash of colour, which gives the, the card a little bit more pop um, to the
1: eyes. Okay, Ryan, what do you think about uh, Leaf and Luminance? Um, start off with Luminance. What Dan said, I kind of agree that there's some of them. Um, I thought it was brilliant, uh, and I did piss myself laughing that Tyreek Hill was one of the big players that they were pushing in the sell sheet. Nice one. Um, uh, <sighs> Yeah, so I'm, I, yeah, it should be should be good fun. Um, I, I do, I did like the draft day signatures. I like the silver signatures. I thought um, they were really nice. And the the chase will be for the gold and blue ink. So we'll see. I, I'm going to wait for the checklist because I, I just feel this year that there's a missed opportunity here for Panita's showcase um, personalities, rather than just because there's loads of offensive players, um, particularly in defence, because. There were some really good defensive players drafted, and I'm just really concerned already with some of the Panini checklists coming out that they're just missing the boat here. You've got some great personalities, and Devon White, and Quentin Williams, and even people players like Dalton Reisner, offensive line, who's got his you know, got this whole rise ups thing around him. You've got an opportunity here to highlight players that are not necessarily that you wouldn't do with cards in terms of the offensive players, and I'm just so disappointed so far with some of the checklists I'm seeing. Um, and so, so i probably won't dive in as much, but I do like draft day. Flash, um, um, obviously had a bit of an off season last season, but they got flash of greatness. I can't remember seeing them last year, but um, flash was my guilty. Um, guilty pleasure last year it, it, it's just like I, I think I said last year it's it's like somebody farted glitter on a card and it, you should hate it you should absolutely find it disgusting but for some reason I don't I can't work that out yet
0: no yeah Leaf Flash does have that that amateurish it's been made on Blue Peter look about it, but they <laughs> yeah. are nice cards yeah. it does, it's like you can make this at home kids and we yeah. have, here it is yeah. but it does look nice, you know what I mean Leaf sent out their uh, Redemption suite for Rashad Penny Again chicken scratch off the off the Edges but thanks very much mate but there you go Nice cards Luminance It was so popular last year and people in In the UK group were going bandy over it Oh are you getting more boxing let's do another break Let's do another break And the draft day signatures, the blue And the gold and stuff the on card they were quite nice But it was like Dan said a dull Card it looked like a very old 1980s Sunday newspaper had been cut out and just splattered on the back of a car. A lot of it. Was a big fan of it. Collected uh, the silk sort of graphs as I would because, I mean, look, I collect turds with silk sort of graphs on because I'm a collector. think <laughs> that's <laughs> just how it is. This is this. This is bloody. It's an addiction almost, you know. But but as a product itself, now they need to make some serious changes to, to attract me to to be a serious buyer of a box to put in my personal thing. So, there we go. Reviews, previews, rookie draft. That kind of brings episode 12 to a close. If you guys have got any ideas about future shows, or if you know anyone that wants to appear on the show, talk about their collection, please get in touch with us. You should all know our Twitter by now. That's at Wax lyrical Or if you want to email us, it's WaxPatLyrical at gmail.com. The only person that's emailed us so far is Dan's wife, so it'd be nice to hear from someone that doesn't s- sleep with under presenters. So, <laughs> and before you say anything, no, that's not half the wheel in Seattle, you cheeky right? <laughs> We'll be back with Unlucky Sum episode 13 in a couple of weeks' time with more details on our rookie roulette and how you guys can get involved. It'd be great to get a lot more people involved, as Ryan said. And come uh, the end of the season, we already do need a trip to Las Vegas. So, until next time, any final words, gentlemen? Just wanted to to um, throw out thoughts with uh,
2: thoughts with Drew and um, Stu's family. I know you've got a chance to to record a bit of a thing for, for the show let me get that podograph um, the, the, the sad passing of Stu just wanted to send out my condolences and, and my thoughts are with Stu
0: and um, all of Drew's family great shout good shout mate right gentlemen it's been a pleasure we will meet again shortly and until next time final words happy clicking cheers guys